I see with my own naked eye. I gotta cut the cord and fall away. That instinct I can justify. And on, please. Dumois has the whole story. Did, did you it? hear what Dumois, Dumois said? Dumois, who is it? Oh, can you believe this blind item? Dumois was on that story a long time Sunday ago. Sunday mean celeb sightings with Dumois. I just DM'd Dumois. I cannot believe what I just read about I on Dumois. I need more. I need to hear more. Hello, and welcome to Do You, the show where you'll hear all the latest in celeb gossip and special exclusives that are not shared on my Instagram or anywhere else. I'll be your guide into the world of celeb news, sightings, and secrets. I will be giving you all of the information I have on your favorite topics every week. This week, we're answering your Instagram questions and talking about Summer House, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet, Olivia Wilde, Selling Sunset, Kim Kardashian, Taylor Swift and Zoe Kravitz, Chris Evans and Alba Baptista, Charlize Theron, Will Arnett, and Julia Roberts. Let's get started. When you look at bags of dog food, you see pictures of bright carrots and juicy steaks. But when you open the bag, all you get are burnt, smelly pellets. Dog food needs some fresh thinking. Eating processed food for every meal isn't healthy. Dogs will eat anything. Just because they'll eat it, does it mean it's healthy food? This is why I love Farmer's Dog. It's real, fresh, healthy food with whole meat and veggies gently cooked in human-grade kitchens to preserve their nutritional value. Just tell them about your dog and they'll deliver personalized, vet-developed recipes for as little as $2 a day. Meals arrive in pre-portioned, ready-to-serve packs, conveniently delivered on your schedule. Dog people all across the country have ordered millions of meals from the farmer's dog. It's never been easier to invest in your dog's health with fresh food. We have partnered with Farmer's Dog for a while and have stayed loyal because of the farmer's dog commitment to quality always. Get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash D-E-U-X-U. That's 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash do you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hi, do. Hey, Ferris. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm pretty good. Um, this week is New York Fashion Week in New York. If you have had the opportunity to stop by the Demois Baskin Robbins ice cream truck, I want to personally thank everyone who came out to support. Um, it's been a busy week for us. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us. Let's get started with some updates. Okay. Our first update is about Carl and Lindsay. Okay. So People Magazine posted an article regarding a letter that was sent allegedly from Carl and Lindsay. Yeah. Regarding why the wedding ended. Ferris, just give us a little rundown of what this letter said. So this was Carl's letter to... Uh, I guess family and friends is what People Magazine is saying. He is expressing how sorry he is to all of the guests for the confusion and lack of communication and all of the false narratives and misunderstandings that um, has made this super painful for the two of them. And he also said, 
quote, the fact of the matter is Lindsay is devastated and I'm crushed with how all this transpired. So he's asking everyone for patience, for privacy. Um, and he also acknowledged uh, about the um, money issue for all of his guests, like losing money because of the canceled plans. Right. I actually heard they're getting their money back. Oh, somebody told me the hotel is giving them their money back. I guess that's that's good. Least, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's good. good. Um, so I asked someone, uh, what's the deal with the letter Carl gave to People magazine? I mean, I don't know that he specifically gave it to them and said, publish this. But this is what they said. Um, this person says that he sent that email out to everyone today claiming it was from him and Lindsay. And I think he or one of his friends leaked it. Lindsay never saw it or approved it, which this is me saying this. This person didn't say it. I would be fucking livid. And and like just knowing about her, she's got to be raging beyond raging. Right. Um, this person goes on to say it went to a lot of people and he used it as a platform to make a statement knowing it would leak. So he, mission accomplished. Yeah, <laughs> it was. Oh, okay, it Carl. was leaked. Yeah. Um, I said to this person uh, what I just said to you guys. I would be raging. And this person says she is. <laughs> I mean, I would be so fucking pissed. Yeah. So pissed. No, this is not good if this is really how it went down. Right. And for those of you who receive the Demoine newsletter, this past Sunday, we had posted a little blurb. I had actually received a DM after last week's episode went out alleging that Carl was seeing someone else who had a pregnancy scare, I received a DM that Lindsay was telling people the same thing. So I don't know how accurate or confirmed that information is, but... And we're assuming that that's the false narrative that he's really... Maybe. Uh, I would assume. Maybe. Maybe that's the false narrative that he is referring to in the People Magazine article. But someone literally messaged me and said she was echoing the same story. So... Who knows? Who we, knows? We know. TBD. Um, okay, Ferris, what's the next update we need to give the people? Kylie and Timmy, America's favorite couple. <laughs> um. Okay, since they went public officially at the Beyonce concert and yesterday or the day before, I think it was Sunday, at the U.S. Open, they were all super cozy, super cozy. People still are not, are not believing that they're a couple. And I'm still getting questions, you know. Is it real? Is it PR? Is it legit? Is Chris Jenner paying you <laughs> to say these things? The answer is yes. <sighs> I'm kidding. Ferris, I'm don't kidding. even. Sorry. You know, I block people that say that I get no, paid by the I Kardashians. Know. No, definitely not. Because where's not. my check? If if I if I'm right. getting paid, where where's my check? Chris, exactly. Chris owes me some money. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I am not getting paid by the Kardashians. My life would be a lot easier if I had a direct line to the Kardashians and I didn't have to like fucking Scooby-Doo <laughs> this information <laughs> together to try to figure out really who the Kardashians are dating and what is going on in their lives. Um, so no, I block people that say that because it's just such a stupid rumor. Chris Kardashian is really good friends with Harvey Levin of TMZ. So if they're paying anyone, which I don't think they are, I think that they just give access to people and media outlets they favor. It would be TMZ. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. it wouldn't be de moi um now that being said do i feel like i have a good relationship with the kardashians yes kim has said some really nice things um about the account yeah i have said several times i am a kim kardashian fan she said you're the bible she said what was the bible I mean, on the show we could die happy after yeah i mean what a great endorsement so yes i mean i i do like the kardashians but they do not pay me so no i'm not being paid by chris jenner to promote kylie and timothy's relationship i also forgot to mention in the beginning of this episode um that we will be answering questions from the q a because I, in all honesty i ran out of space on stories they only allow you to post 100 stories a day mm-hmm. and since the baskin robbins and demois truck was blowing up and i was reposting everyone who attended i ran out of space on instagram stories so mm-hmm. these topics are coming straight from the people on instagram in the q a and somebody did ask me about kimothy uh, kimothy kimothy oh my god <laughs> no, they, they that's what they call Kylothy? it they call it kylothy i think yeah so sorry to um disappoint but i wanted to remind all you guys all of the things i posted about this relationship since april that in my eyes proves no it's not fake also the fact that they've held out for so long on kind of coming out publicly i feel like also proves that it's not fake nothing i say matters <laughs> <laughs> so i went through my archives and i pulled all the messages that i've posted since around april about these two to show you guys that it's been going on for a while so the first thing i want to remind you guys is i did get a message that Kylie visited Timothy on the set of Willy Wonka when they were doing reshoots back in the beginning of March. So we know we know it's been going on since at least January, February, even before that, because of Men's Fashion Week. Just to remind you guys, I won't be reading those DMs, but I did receive a few eyewitness accounts of Kylie sneaking into Timothy's hotel in Paris during men's fashion salacious um, for a little sleepover. So that was before the Wonka reshoots, but she visited him on the set of Willy Wonka. Um, There was a dinner, which I also was on a podcast episode. I made a video because people thought it was really funny that Jeff Bezos was there. Um, but there was a private dinner in LA guests included Chris Jenner, Kendall, bad bunny, Kylie and Timothy and Jeff Bezos. I think Jeff Bezos is good friend. I was going to say the Kardashians. I, so I don't right. think that that's so weird. Right. I think that since I posted about this or talked about it on a podcast episode, he was with them at the Beyonce concert, him and his new wife. Um, so it's, I think it's less weird, but when it first came out, people were like, Jeff Bezos, that's so random. Um, They were at the Parker Palm Springs Hotel back in February. Another eyewitness account, Timothy was on my flight to Turks and Caicos end of January around the same time Kylie was there. Another secondhand eyewitness account, I wasn't personally there, but can confirm from someone whose daughter goes to the same dance studio as Stormy. Timothy was at a dance recital for Stormy. All the moms were there. Tristan was also there and Rob was there. So I think all the littles 
all the Kardashian littles go to the same school and the same dance studio. So they're saying that Kylie was there. Timothy was there. Tristan was there. Rob was there. Um, oh, my God. Rob. Yeah. I want to know what's going on with Rob. He's laying low. And he, you so know low. I, I love that for him. I do, too. Right. OK, fine. I just and, wanted to know more. But yeah, and I don't have anything. OK, else okay. I'm sorry. Um, Kristen didn't tell me what was going on. Right. With Rob. She, she'll send you some more information <laughs> with your next check. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the point is, I just wanted to remind everyone about these sightings because I know when I initially posted them, a lot of people didn't believe that they were actually a couple. But I think now, based on the past couple weeks, mm-hmm. we can confirm that all of these sightings and all of these DMs that were received between January and now were true. And they've been a couple for that long. So let's just let them be happy. They seem really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they do. And I mean, the, the dance recital one, I mean, you're How not cute, right? You're not going to bring somebody to your daughter's dance recital. You as the boyfriend, you're not going to a dance recital right. or wanting to unless you're serious about somebody. Right. Stormy's potential stepdad. Wow. <laughs> Can Timothy you? Chalamet. I can't even imagine. Okay. What's next on the update? Let's talk about um, Olivia Wilde and Nick Thune. Okay. I don't have a lot of information, but mm-hmm. somebody sent me <laughs> in vanish mode. <laughs> if you guys don't know what that is vanish mode is like when you send something in a dm and then the minute you read it it's it like, like disappears disappears um somebody sent me so a message funny. after i posted a sighting of olivia and nick taking a little stroll around the silver lake reservoir a couple weeks ago since then paparazzi pictures of them hugging came out i posted about it in the q a somebody sent me in vanish mode yes olivia and nick thune who's really actually very cute I, he's like scruffy and tatted it's like look i think it's hot um are dating so very happy for her and for people who are like i thought he was married i thought he was dating summer phoenix he's not married anymore i guess he broke up with summer phoenix and i think him and olivia make like a hot couple to be honest okay thoughts uh, you have no thoughts. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have thoughts. Okay. I didn't even know who Nick Thune was. I, I had a no Google Yeah. Right. Yeah. Stand-up comedian? He's a stand-up comedian. Actor, comedian, and musician. All right. There you go. Triple threat. Cool. Okay. What's next in the updates? Tyler and Alex Hall. I'm getting a lot of questions about Tyler and Alex Hall from Selling Sunset. I have not watched the second season, But I did watch the first season and I actually had Alex Hall on an episode of my Spotify live show. She was lovely. Loved her. She did answer a question about Tyler at the time. But you guys have to remember this was last year. She said they were just friends. But again, this was last year. I guess there's some heavy flirting or something major going on in this new season because I'm getting a lot of questions about whether they are together or not. I'm not sure if. Tyler and Alex are an official item, but I did receive this message yesterday. This person gave me permission to share it. And if you guys didn't know, Tyler was married to Brittany Snow, the actress. So this person claims Brittany Snow was told by Tyler the whole time he was filming the first season that he was barely in the show. He had nothing to do and his only storyline was about real estate. 
Brittany had suspicions about Alex Hall because of pictures found of them together while him and Brittany were married. But he told her Alex was unattractive to him. Brittany watched Netflix and saw it all go down with the world. I also know Brittany was in the process of starting a family with him when she found the pictures. So his current comments on the new season implying that I made the right decision. I want someone who wants ABC is weird as fuck. Brittany filed for divorce when it was clear he lied to her every day for a year. He didn't decide anything. Okay, so this gives more clarity as to what is going on this season. Sorry, guys, I'm not caught up to date on the season. It seems like he's saying that him and Brittany weren't on the same page. So he broke things off. Um, This person is saying... Brittany suspected his cheating and she ended things. That's what this reads to me. As far as saying Alex wasn't attractive to him. First of all, Alex is a major babe and they did flirt a lot in the first season. So I can only imagine what is going on the second season. They were also seen together by you guys out and about. In Orange County, I had a few sightings of them, I think, as well. So that's the only update I have here. Next update is about Kim Kardashian and OBJ. So last week in the podcast episode, I revealed that Kim Kardashian and OBJ are indeed hanging out. I will say hanging out because I know they've spent some alone time together. What they do when they're alone, I have no idea. They could be friends. They could be playing Scrabble. I don't know. In the Q&A... Yesterday, somebody submitted the following. Kim and OBJ were kicking it up in Turks. If you guys need a translation, it basically (laughs) means that Kim and OBJ were in Turks and Caicos. And that is true. And I did know that, but I didn't reveal it. But this person said it, so I didn't have to. Um, Yes, they were in Turks and Caicos, I think around Labor Day. So a couple weeks ago. Again, I don't know what they were doing. Maybe they were building sandcastles and <laughs> having pina coladas. I don't know the nature of their Boogie relationship. Boarding. People were really confused. I don't know anything about his personal life, but apparently this past Sunday, his baby mama was at his game wearing his jersey. So people were like, are you sure about him and Kim? Yes, I'm sure. I'm 100% sure. I'm 100% sure they hang out. Like I said, I don't know what they're doing when they're hanging out. But yes, they were in Turks. Someone else submitted that back in May, they were at the Ritz-Carlton in L.A. Again, don't know what they were doing there. Yeah, I mean, unless they're just really good friends. They could yeah, be. They could be. I don't know. Um, I, I The only thing I know is the, everything I'm telling you guys. Okay, next, Ferris. What's the next update? Let's talk about Taylor Swift and Zoe Kravitz's dinner. Oh, okay. Love this. Mm-hmm. Um, this week... Taylor Swift and Zoe Kravitz were spotted by several of my readers having dinner at Casino Mm -hmm. in New York City. If you guys receive the Demois newsletter, Casino was... (laughs) Why are you laughing? (laughs) Do you have a newsletter? Shut up. Yes. Okay. Listen, the newsletter is informative. It is informative. It's the news. (laughs) You love to say it. I know. Because you say it to me all the time. Well... So I, w- I want news. to just make sure people know it's the news. Okay. Thank you, Ferris. Continue. Um, a, a couple months ago, Casino was dues pick of the week 
for hot new restaurant and Taylor Swift and Zoe Kravitz dining there, uh, you know, proves proves we were on the pulse. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty the newsletter. Sh- I'm pretty sure both Taylor and Zoe get the Jamois newsletter <laughs> and they probably saw it and they were like <laughs> and Taylor was like, let me just hit up Zoe. And she was like, hey, Zoe, what are you doing tonight? Want to get dinner? I was just reading the Dumois <laughs> newsletter and it says that Dew's pick of the week is casino. Have you heard of it? <laughs> Let's go. Shut, shut up. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, my whole point in talking about this is an eyewitness um, told us that Taylor ordered several Cosmopolitans. Cos- Cosmopolitan is my drink. Uh-huh. So that's why we were discussing offline that maybe you guys are best friends. Yeah. Like, am I best friends with Taylor Swift? Yeah. She just went up, like, 50 points in my book. Not that, you know, she was down 50 points, but the fact that she was fucking slinging back Cosmopolitans, like, we could hang. You could. It says something. You know, it's like when somebody listens to the same music as yes. you or somebody drinks the same drink as you, you clearly could have some sort of a connection right it like says I, a lot I never felt you. like I could have a connection towards Taylor Swift until I found out this piece of information what did you think she drank just curious wine okay I, I knew she liked wine and I think she also um whiskey or some sort of uh, brown yeah, yeah. alcohol that would make sense well I think you know. she sang about it or her fans know okay uh, she's talked about wine maybe she's talked about Cosmos too again I'm not a Swifty Right. We're going to get so many messages. <laughs> like she's been drinking Cosmopolitans for Woodford Reserve since <laughs> 2016. Anyway. Anyway, my point is I've never felt more connected to Taylor Swift. Like, yeah. I think we could hang. You could. Because the Cosmo is not a popular drink. Maybe it's making. A, maybe this will have it make its official comeback that it so rightly deserves. Yeah. For those of you who are Gen Z or younger millennials the cosmopolitan became very popular during sex in the city mm-hmm. which aired in i think 1999 mm-hmm. so everyone was drinking cosmos back then then it died out mm-hmm. and then for me personally just it popped in my head a few months ago you were like ding yeah cosmo i was like let me order a cosmo i specifically like a cosmo with belvedere vodka it has to be belvedere vodka mm-hmm. that that's important and if you go to the right place, typically hotels and hotel bars make them the most delicious. Mm-hmm. It's just such a delightful drink. So I'm hoping she reaches out to you and that you guys can go to casino. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I would, you know, would love to have a Cosmo with Taylor, but I'm hoping that everyone starts ordering cosmos now because i'm letting you guys know that taylor psa it's coming back just had a cosmo at casino in new york city several 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 cosmos several which i could drink about three i think three is my is my max you have a high tolerance i'd be dead after three I'm going to challenge you to uh, Taylor Swift Cosmo drink off. Oh, my this, God. This How weekend. Fun. <gasps> Should we do it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. And our last update is about the Chris Alba wedding event of the century. Okay. So in case you missed it, Chris Evans and Alba Baptista were married this past weekend in Massachusetts. Everyone wants to know who was on the guest list. They want details of the wedding. 
his publicist, his team, her team has not released any details. So all the details that you guys are reading in articles, I think it's just journalists like piecing little bits of information they're getting together and writing about it. We do know that Robert Downey Jr., Jeremy Renner, and Chris Hemsworth were there because we saw picture evidence of them in Massachusetts. I also received a sighting from several people um, that Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Jr., and Colin Jost were spotted dining at Puritan in Boston the night after the wedding. So she obviously was there. People were asking me if Sebastian Stan was there. I heard he was invited, but fans told me that he was at a baby shower this past weekend. People were also asking about Anthony Mackie. I received a sighting of him, Ferris. In New Orleans with his son. Right. Yep. On Saturday. Right. So, so he might have been invited. He didn't attend. That's all. That's all I got. Like, I think it's like trickling in. People are trying to put the pieces together. I will say the festivities are not over for them. There might be a part two to their wedding. I'm just glad it happened. Aren't you? Yeah. I mean, I hate to say I told you so, but all the naysayers who told me I was lying can now eat crow. Yeah. Side mouth smile emoji. <laughs> Ferris, what do you think one of the biggest health challenges? Oh, for are? sure. Weight management. Exactly. Yo-yo dieting, losing weight, putting it back on. Trying the latest fad, it not working. Exactly. Feeling like a failure. Feeling like a failure is the worst feeling when it comes to weight loss. And then getting discouraged. What if I told you I knew of something that could help with this? I would 100% want to know. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes. So you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. That's amazing. And I love how it's over a year. That's so important for sustainability. Exactly. The slow weight loss. The slow burn. <laughs> over 200,000 people have already chosen Roe to help them lose weight. Roe body program members have support throughout the process. Roe's partner handles all of the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting room. That sounds amazing, especially for parents not having to... Yeah. Leave home. Or people that work. Yeah. Having to get that appointment. How convenient. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year, like I said, with healthy lifestyle changes. It's important to note that you do have to pair both. Um, BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to row.co slash do. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash D-E-U-X. It is now time for my favorite segment of the Do You podcast, voicemails. This segment of Do You Voicemail Hotline is brought to you by Metro by T-Mobile. Okay, Danny, hit me with the first one. Hi, Do. My name is Tatiana. I'm from Colorado. 
Um, I don't have any questions or any info for you, um, but I was just wondering, do you have any advice on um, or for anyone who wants to start a career in social media or marketing or communications or just how someone could get their foot in the door? Um, I'd love any type of advice. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Hi, Tatiana. Thank you so much for your question. I love giving career advice. If you guys didn't know, there is a flanker Demois account called Do Work. It's at do.work. And I post open positions mainly in the entertainment industry. So that's a great resource for you guys who want to get started in social media Um, because sometimes there is some social media positions again it's at do dot work I was a communications major funny enough it hasn't helped me (laughs) one bit what did help me was internships I did a ton of internships in, I guess I would say, like the entertainment field. Um, I've worked in a lot of different mediums pertaining to entertainment. I've never worked in TV or film, but I've worked in other mediums that have to do with entertainment. But my main career was in fashion. My advice for anyone who wants to get started in any of those fields is start by interning. And, you know, I'm sure there are tons of different resources, but I did it the old fashioned way. I made a list of all the different companies that I wanted to work at and I reached out to them. I like cold reached out to them. I sent emails with my resume and that's how I made a lot of connections. Now, I'd also be lying if I didn't say it helps who you know. A job that I had for a really long time, I did get my foot in the door based on someone I knew who had worked there. So talk to people, see who they know. The person that I knew that got me this job was my best friend, Victoria. For you guys who have read Anon, please. It's a character in my book based on my best friend. Her boyfriend, now husband's college roommate's girlfriend, now wife, was the person who connected me with one of my first jobs that started my career in fashion. And it was a great job. I mean, I was so lucky and so grateful. Um, but yeah, it wasn't even like a direct connection. So talk to people, see who they know, like see who you can get hooked up with and who you can reach out with. You have to just be really resourceful. That is my number one or number two piece of advice is be resourceful. I get asked all the time in the DMs, like if I'm hiring, people will just come out and ask. And I admire that kind of initiative. In fact, someone who works for me now part-time approached me in the DMs and said, this is what I could do for you, X, Y, and Z. And in fact, I will send you an example. Like She took the initiative and put herself out there. And, you know, she does a lot of work for me. So 
be resourceful, put yourself out there, talk to people. Your dream job can be a reality. You just have to put the work in. I can go on and on talking about career advice. So if you guys want me to talk more about this, um, I'm happy to. I don't know why. I just am passionate about helping people get jobs because I know how hard it is, um, which is why I started the Do Work Flanker account. I know how hard it is to find your dream job. And if I could help in any way, I'm happy to. But that's the main spot that I post jobs. Like, don't DM me asking me to send you job listings. Like, they'll all be posted on that account. Thank you for your question. Hi, dude. This is Jenica from Wisconsin. And I was just wondering if you have any tea on Matt Rife. I didn't know if he's single or dating someone or if he's like a decent guy or a total douchebag. So yeah, what's up? What's the news on, you know, the hottest funny guy out there right now? Thanks. Hi, Jenica. Thank you for your question. So I don't have a lot of information about Matt. Also, in case you don't know who he is, he is a comedian. And if you're an avid TikToker, I'm sure he's shown up on your For You page. But I get asked about him a lot. And I did receive a message at the end of August. I didn't post it because I don't know how many people know about him. Um, But somebody sent me a message that says, quote, I know the girlies are lusting after Matt Reif, but have we already discussed that he has a full on girlfriend? Actress Jessica Lord. Is this public knowledge? And I said, no, people ask me every day. So that's all I got. Um, And subsequently to that, before that in July, someone said that they saw him making out with a girl at a bar in New York City a few weeks ago. I'm assuming that that is his girlfriend, Jessica Lord, unless he has a wandering eye, in which case I am not sure who he was making out with. But as of August 30th, this is the information I have regarding his relationship status. Thank you. Okay, let's take the next caller. Hey, Dumois. My question is, what's tea on Kelly Ripa? Is her reputation of being nasty and difficult well-deserved? Hi, thank you so much for your question. You guys are really into Kelly Ripa these days, which is so funny to me because I've posted so much about her in the past And it kind of fell flat. You know, I posted it and people would contribute and then they would move on. And that was that. So I'll just pull up some old Kelly Ripa messages and you guys can see for yourself whether or not her reputation of being nasty and difficult is deserved. This person says, in defense, sort of, of Kelly Ripa. I worked for a lifestyle magazine earlier this year. We ran an article on celebrity couples and my department's boss got to interview her. Eight out of 10 experience. She's not overtly affable or super nice, but she was definitely professional and open with the questions about her family, shooting episodes of Riverdale, her wedding, etc. It was a really quick thing for fact checking and getting quotable content from her, but still far more than we got from other celebs. We absolutely couldn't get a hold of other celebs teams for the same article, for example. Okay, so she's professional. 
Um, this person just simply says, Kelly Ripa Divish. Another person says, my mom ran into Kelly Ripa in East Hampton. She said she was lovely, which shocked her. <laughs> and she's the tiniest thing she's ever seen. This is about Kelly and Michael when it was the Kelly and Michael show. This person says, Michael was there and he was nothing but nice. Also got coffee for employees. Kelly is a horrible human. Had to be driven across the street to go to what is now the Equinox because she refused to walk. I don't know. Kelly Ripa seems like the most active human on earth. Like she's always doing something, always working out. So there had to be a reason why she didn't want to walk across the street. This person says, Kelly is literally the best. I used to ride next to her at SoulCycle. She was the coolest, would introduce herself to everyone riding near her and shake their hands or hug them. She would stay late sometimes and take pictures with half the class and sometimes take pictures with the whole class and post them on her IG. This is about Kelly and Mark. They were so short in person and Kelly was so petite, very nice, came up and talked to us and were just super friendly and sweet but soft-spoken. Then the entire rest of the night, Kelly is absolutely busting it down and getting low on the dance floor. And the two of them were dancing close together. It was so sexy and cute. So they're very in love, which I think we see. The public sees it. Here's another one just about Kelly. I did a bunch of interviews with Kelly, just the two of us backstage. She was just so sad and flat and nothing like how she is on TV. She kept looking at her feet and was cold, but honestly, she just seemed really sad. All these people who make a living off of being perky. That's actually a point I wanted to make regarding any negative feedback about Kelly Ripa in the workplace. I don't know how these people film these morning or nighttime talk shows every day of the week. It must be incredibly draining. So if they have to go on air and be perky and be up and interview celebrities, like I'd be the same way behind the scenes. I would be sad and quiet as well. This person says, I've seen Kelly Ripa and her husband Mark a few times on the Upper West Side. She was always stone cold and her eyes felt like lasers shooting me down. No smile, just resting bitch face. Her husband was very nice though. Lots of smiles. He was quite buff and they were a befitting mini couple. I had not realized how small they were. So yeah, I mean, maybe Kelly just needs like to be off on her downtime. But that being said, yes, I've heard 50-50 about her, as you could see, like some great, some not so great. So I guess you guys are just going to have to decide for yourself on this one. Thank you to our sponsor, Metro by T-Mobile. Just like Metro by T-Mobile, I make sure there's not a yada yada in all parts of life, whether on our Do You Voicemail hotline segment or your wireless plan. Okay, let's transition over to some reader submitted questions. Somebody asked if Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell are doing okay. Sorry, Ferris. I didn't tell you we were talking about this. It's okay. Is it throwing you for a loop? A little bit. <laughs> I mean, everything throws me for a loop. I know. And then I yell at you like, why didn't you know? But I, I did I not know. tell you about it's okay. this. Okay. So I had to do a little piecing together of information that I received in order to answer this question because I don't typically hear about their relationship this past july july 18th to be exact Dax shepherd and Kristen bell were spotted out to dinner with another couple 
on Martha's Vineyard. He tipped 30% on a $650 bill. Someone sent me a copy of the receipt. Can Love you do that math? It. Can you do that math? Well, someone sent me a copy of the receipt so I could see exactly. Oh. He left $200. Could you do that math? Or were yeah. you trying to test Yeah, me? so 600 right? So 10%. 650 650 So 10% would be like 60 times 3. So about 180 Two. Well, he left 200 He rounded up. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So that was July. So that was this past summer. They were together. Okay. Um. In October, I wrote a blind item. I'll reveal, if you guys remember, I'll reveal that it was about Dax and Kristen. Somebody wrote in, in October, I have it on good authority. Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell have separated. My friend saw them do a kid exchange at a smoothie shop. Dax said to Kristen, you know you can say hi to me. And she ignored him. So that was in October. So maybe there was just some like rocky road. Yeah, like a for that like a little bit of a, a rough a rough patch people also have asked in the past if they have an open relationship dax shepherd himself has talked about it um i've talked about it i think in an old podcast episode back in december somebody messaged me and said your last podcast about dax and Kristen and a possible openish relationship one of his recent episodes he talks about marriage and expectations and said something close to i don't expect Kristen to never sleep with anyone else before she dies we have expectations of each other and we make those clear and work on those so i guess this past December in one of my podcast episodes, I was talking about the fact that they could have an open relationship, which I've heard whispers about him. I'm not so sure about her. I'd have to go back and um, look through the files. Um, there was also a message about Dak Shepard that I received a long time ago about what it's like working with him, which isn't too great. Should I read it? Sure. People asked about their relationship, but I just happened to come across this message. Yeah, do it. Okay. Um, somebody said, I can't get on board with these good stories about Dax. So I guess at the time people were saying that he's wonderful. Uh, this person has a completely different experience. Um, Dax worked on a movie and I'm not sure if he was relapsing, but he did not seem sober. I would like to point out that this was several years ago. I'm, I'm pointing that out. This person doesn't say that, but I just don't want people to think that this is a new message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was completely unhinged and thought everyone was out to get him. He was the definition of crazy. He threw stuff at the people working under him, locked them in rooms and yelled at them, made people cry on the regular, would complain about literally the new hire assistants all the way up to the head of the network, like extremely unnecessary and vindictive for a big celeb like that to go after a young 23 year old just starting their career and blacklist them. I work in entertainment and have met a lot of people, but Dax has by far been the worst has burned a lot of bridges. Kristen is quiet and would come to the studio a lot and just watch him mistreat people. She seemed kind of meek and just acted like his episodes were something normal to deal with. It was kind of sad. That's a lot to take in. Yeah. So that's what this person is alleging. Again, I would like to point out this is an old DM. This mm -hmm. isn't something that happened recently. Maybe he was going through a hard time. Yeah. It sounds like it's driven by substances. That's really I think erratic he's talked behavior. about that. Um, yeah. I don't listen to his podcast, but I do think I don't that either. he's been open about his struggles. Yeah. Which I, mean, I always give celebrities props yeah. for being open about that because that comes with judgment from, I think, people that don't understand mm -hmm. substance abuse of any kind. Yeah. No. Like the vulnerability of that is commendable. But that to that to me, again, I don't know too too much about Jack Shepard, but like I know his history, but that's that's really 
erratic behavior that I don't know. I right, th- but I think substance abuse can that's what I mean. Result in a radical. But that's that, I'm sorry, that's what I mean. Right. It right. just sounds like that maybe that was he was going through some sort of a relapse or withdrawal. Withdrawal, yeah. Right. I you mean, get edgy. Yeah. Like detox. May, maybe he should have sat sat that day out. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All right. Right. I have another curveball. Oh. But I didn't tell you we're talking about. Oh go. Um somebody asked, did we ever find out if Sean and Nina Dobrev are engaged? No oh. ring in sight, but I could have sworn dot dot dot. Yes. Um you could have sworn that I said they were engaged. Yes. I did I did say that a while ago because I had pretty solid information that confirmed that they were in fact engaged. I don't know why they haven't announced it. If they are, I don't know why they're keeping it private. After I went on a recent podcast episode and basically confirmed that I had heard that they were engaged, somebody sent me a message. It was a video of Nina talking to her stylist, Kate Young. The video, I think, was originally posted on Kate or Nina's Instagram, but since deleted. But a fan account had picked it up and somebody sent it to me and said, I've been looking for this. Oh, sorry. It was Julianne Huff who posted this on her story. Um, Julianne Huff posted this on her story back in September at their wine photo shoot. And this fan page reposted. You could really hear the background audio of Nina briefly mentioning the proposal to her stylist. I think Kate Young. They've definitely been engaged for over a year, I believe. So they sent me the video. I listened 500 times. I couldn't hear exactly what she was saying. Um, this person says, yes, I didn't catch it at first either, but listen close. Kate says the name Sean and then Nina says something like, and then he proposed after. So it was great or something of that nature. So, I mean, even if I played the video right now on the podcast, I feel like it's, it's very mumbled. The audio is like very mumbled like you have to listen to it a couple inaudible times. yeah yeah i mean i also think that they've been engaged for quite a while because she's posted a video before right when his hbo special came out and the outlaws came out and they were promoting each other and one of them said something really briefly i don't know if it was a slip about fiance like oh, really? one of them said the word fiance yeah um but that was like the only thing that I saw. Wait, why didn't anyone else catch that? Usually I don't know. the fans like I don't write know. in and are like, oh, he said fiance. He's sitting in a chair. She's behind him with her arms around him. Why didn't you tell me? I don't know. I figured you knew. But I also feel like, and this is just my take, you know, just like knowing Nina so well. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Ferris is a huge Vampire Diaries fan. I feel like, first of all, she's like, to me, the ultimate cool girl. She's so cool. Oh, God, here we go. Um, and I love their relationship. Did you see that? <laughs> go ahead. They were just celebrating Sean's birthday. No, I didn't It was so it. cute. So, so cute. Um, but anyway, I think that they're the type that's like, let's keep this celebration private. and And let's not have like, this whole thing of like oh everyone knows we're engaged now everyone's going to be wondering like where are we going to have a wedding or what are we going to do or how are we going to celebrate maybe they just want to like keep it all private so that they can enjoy it right not and then, put it on blast and then show up in like vogue weddings like or something exactly like that. all right that's well then, i feel like that's their vibe as a couple vogue weddings i do too yeah yeah 
I agree. So we'll keep our eye out in Vogue weddings to see. Um, I have another curveball. Sorry, I didn't. T- <laughs> I gave you the list, but I, I missed a couple. OK, somebody asked, is Charlize Theron still dating Alex? Do you know how to pronounce that? Dim- oh, hold on. Let me tap into my Russian. Alex Dmitrievich. Yeah. Dmitrievich. I mean, that's not right. That's close enough. I would have totally butchered it. So in case you missed it, Charlize Theron was dating this model, this L.A. model that I believe she met on Raya. I don't know for sure, but they were both on Raya. So I believe that that's how they met. I don't know if they're still dating, but I had received several messages about him when they first were seen together. I believe in Paris, the paparazzi got pictures of them in Paris. This was a couple months ago. Um, And in case you missed it, I did post these, but somebody messaged me and said, just heard that Charlize's alleged new boyfriend is Al D. That's what people call him. Al D. That can't be real. This guy is such a dirty dog. He starts up with several of my friends and lies about his age on different dating apps to get young girls. No surprise he's following her to Paris, but shocked that she's come out of hiding with this guy. Somebody else said, Charlize's new beau, Al D, is a known L.A. fuckboy. He has hooked up with a number of my close friends over the years, and one of them was a longstanding hookup buddy until she caught him filming her during sex without her consent. During COVID, he also told her that his friend was pregnant and he was just helping out occasionally. He failed to mention she was pregnant with his baby. So I think personally, because Charlize has not been seen with them, maybe she caught on to his L.A. fuckboy ways mm-hmm. and they're donezo. OK, that's what I personally think to answer this person's question. Sounds reasonable. Fifty high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Somebody asked, who is Jenna Lyons dating? So sad it's not me. Okay, this is kind of niche, but Jenna Lyons is dating Cass Bird. Cass Bird is a fashion photographer. She was, I believe, married to Allie Bird, who worked for the Wall Group. If you don't know what that is, that's like an agency for photographers, stylists, etc., they were together for a really, really long time. Uh, they have two kids together. They seemed like such a happy, perfect couple that I was shocked that they broke up. And now Cass is with Jenna Lyons. 
Wow. This stuff probably doesn't mean anything to you. It's very like niche. I was going to say New like York. in the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very like kind of fashion niche New York. But mm-hmm. anyone listening who knows who Ali and Cass Bird are, It'd be, it'd be surprising. I was I was shocked. I mean, listen, Jenna's not hiding it. There's a picture of them on her Instagram account. But I thought maybe they were just friends because they're both in fashion. So I thought, you know, it was just a picture of two friends. But no, they're fucking dating. Wow. Yeah, I'm surprised. Hmm. Somebody else in the Q&A <laughs> says... Sarah Jessica Parker can't stand Candish Bushnell. Look at their pictures together at New York Fashion Week. Okay, I don't think that that's true. There's no fucking way in hell that Sarah Jessica Par- Parker does not like the person who created her most famous character, Carrie Bradshaw. I mean, something really crazy, you know, could have happened between them, maybe, but no. That wouldn't make any sense. What what could have possibly transpired I have for no her idea. to not like Candace Bush now? Yeah. I have no idea. That's weird. I agree. Somebody else in the QA asked, rumor has it that Rich Paul hasn't been very faithful to Adele. Just rumors. You know, I've heard those rumors, but none of them have been reliable. So I get them all the time and I just ignore them. I mean, would I be surprised if he wasn't faithful? No. Do I think that there's any validity to the information I get sent anonymously about this? Also, no, if that makes sense. One more question and then we'll get, <laughs> we'll get to the... T- I'm springing It's okay. On. I like this person. Oh, Zac Efron? Yeah. Well, somebody asked, big fan of Zac Efron. Do you have something on him? So... I thought that I posted something pretty juicy. You did. I know. So I don't know. Do people miss Sunday Spotted? It bugged me out. It did? Okay. Well, I'll just read it. So somebody posted a sighting of Zach. There was a picture. (laughs) Zach Efron backstage at Encore Beach Club in Vegas for Labor Day weekend. Invited girls I'm friends with back to his hotel for a Diplo pregame. And they went. He told them to put their phones away. And then they played Spin the Bottle. And he kissed two of them. He also asked two girls for a threesome. I covered up the word threesome because I don't know why. I just didn't want to post it. But it was the word threesome. He asked them for a threesome. And these were all college girls. So to me, Zac Efron still seems like he's he's 20, 21. But I think he's a little bit older, right? He's like in his 30s. I believe he's. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel about this since Neighbors is your favorite movie? Well, I'm just thinking like also like this is giving me like we are your friends vibes. Oh, I didn't watch that movie. What? Wait, what? Sorry, I didn't. You would love it. It's right up your alley. You got to watch it. Um, but anyway, yeah, like they go to Vegas for like a festival, like like an EDM festival. And it just like reminded me of like him maybe thinking that he's reliving that. OK, but it kind of it bugged me out. It did. But it's very much like Delta Psi neighbors. Oh, God. Behavior. Go. OK. <laughs> you realize that was a movie, right? That he's not really in a fraternity. Uh, yeah, I do. OK. What's next? Those are all my surprise surprises. Okay, we were going to talk about Will Arnett, whom I love. Right. With a capital L. So somebody in the Q&A asked, do you ever hear anything regarding Will Arnett? Now obsessed with him from Smartless. I, too, am obsessed with him from Smartless. I've been binging 
Smartless episodes. The best. Do you listen to Smartless? Yes. Okay, I didn't know. You, what? Are you joking? Yeah. No. You know I did. I told you to listen to it. I know you did, but and I you didn't told know- me to watch the HBO special. Right. The HBO special is so, so good. good. They're so freaking funny. I can't even handle it. Um, I wish the HBO special was like another season. I know they can't film anything right now, but I yeah. wish they I wish they just filmed them sitting around. Me too. Like I don't I, I don't need to see them going on stage and like doing the show with the audience. I just need to see what happens backstage. Mm-hmm. It's too good. Okay, so I put Will Arnett in the system. I'm just going to rattle off a bunch of messages I received about him. This person says, keep me anon, but I'm here to defend Will Arnett. Dude is a fucking gem. Okay, well, this was the defense. I remember this. This was the defense that people (laughs) were defending him. Somebody had submitted a email and it was one of those emails where they list all the celebrities that they've come in contact with and they write a little blurb about them so for will arnett they said will arnett is very loud and rude <laughs> oh my god well and then this person says i'm here to defend him he's a fucking gem will arnett i was visiting my sister years ago and went straight to her building with my suitcase from the airport got in the elevator with will arnett i smiled politely and he looked at my suitcase and was visibly annoyed that it was taking up space <laughs> I know I think that's just like his His personality yeah Yeah. like he's just like super sarcastic okay here's a sighting which I don't know why I just like lol'd Will Arnett running uphill in Beverly (laughs) in Beverly Hills that's impressive this was during COVID those hills man 2020 running uphill that's so funny I would would, that'd be a sight I'd like to see me too Will Arnett was just as you imagine sweet hilarious and humble He talked to us for over 20 minutes and his kids were so polite and watched the Lego movie he was in on the plane. So cute. So this must be like a plane interaction, Mm -hmm. airplane. Mm -hmm. Um, This person says, Will Arnett, one of the nicest people. I worked on his team for a while. So wonderful. Amy is a little bit dark and depressed and Will is literally the comedian you see 24-7. Okay, so for the Amy Poehler thing being dark and depressed, I feel like that is very typical of comedians yeah. off camera yeah. and in real life to be a little more like somber and we're just kind of like right saving up all their funnies right 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 <laughs> yeah so i just wanted to clarify that that i'm not calling her like right of course know, depressive i think that's what they meant she's just resting she's <laughs> she's resting right um well this person also says they personally didn't think that amy and will were a good match but they also say, who am I to judge? But that was just their opinion. Okay. And then I said, she's dark and depressed because I thought that was like weird. And this person says, yeah, like not funny in real life. But like you said, I think that they like, I think a lot of comedians are very, like you said, introverted Mm -hmm. in real life. Yeah. They're saving up their funnies. Okay. Well, we'll just say it this way. Um, (laughs) That way. A, a lot of a lot of messages about what a great daddy is. Will Arnett being a doting dad at Sag Harbor Carnival, taking pictures of his girlfriend and kids on a ride. His girlfriend, I think, is now his wife. And somebody mm-hmm. told me they met on Raya. Yeah, we talked about this earlier. I had no idea. Yeah, he's at, in Sag a lot. He's in the Hamptons a lot. Yeah, he must have a home there, right? I I guess or he rents must. rents a home. Yeah. Uh, this person says Will Arnett is very down to earth and kind. 
Also one of the naturally funniest people I've met. Now I fucking believe that after watching the Smartless. He is documentary. Yeah. Beyond. Right. Um, This person says Amy Poehler and Will Arnett brunching at Odeon this morning with four kids and another blonde woman. I think the other blonde woman is his girlfriend, maybe now wife, Mm -hmm. but love the co-parenting vibe. Beautiful. That's happening here. Here is something that was a rumor. I will say. I don't know if it's true. Um, This is about Amy Poehler, Christina Applegate and Will Arnett. There was a rumor that Christina Applegate and Will Arnett had something going on. While they were married? While yeah. Amy was, okay. But I also think that there's rumors about Amy Poehler also having a wandering eye, as I like to call it. I'm going to just say I know you don't. True. You don't want you don't want to hear this. But no. listen, I mean, this this is a rumor that I've been asked about several times. Okay. Uh, this person alleges that Amy Poehler blacklisted Christina Applegate. Apparently, Christina and her Bojack Horseman ex were on the same show and started an affair. Amy found out divorced and christina didn't work until this recent dead to me show okay so this person is alleging that amy blacklisted christina applegate from hollywood (laughs) which is fucking ridiculous because christina applegate is like hollywood royalty yeah that wouldn't happen she's been on tv for years um so i don't know how accurate i'm gonna say not at all this message is but i do know that there were rumors about Will and Christina again I will say it could have been at a time when maybe his marriage was ending with Amy and by the way Bojack Horseman is one of the best shows do you know that show I know the show I haven't really watched it's on Netflix it's a cartoon yeah yeah yeah. oh my god it's so fucking funny yeah yeah um this person says, adding to the Will Arnett love, he's very down to earth and hilarious in person. He could be a bit boisterous, so I could see someone being put off by that. The other two guys from the Smartless podcast are also great. Jason, I can say from experience. Sean, from hearing it around. Love to hear it. Uh, this person says, I used to be a barista at a coffee shop in Beverly Hills where Will Arnett would frequent. He is so nice. And I told him I loved his work and he was so, so sweet about it. My coworkers all loved him. This person says, saw the blind saying Will Arnett was obnoxious and rude. I dated him for a bit and got to know him well. He was really kind and sensitive, a great dad and awesome to me. Even now when I run into him, he's really nice and engaged, even though things didn't work out between us. In general, he just has a loud voice and is funny. So maybe that's why they thought he was obnoxious. You can relate to that. You have a loud voice, like people thinking maybe you're boisterous. That was really fucking rude. You have a loud voice. That was really fucking rude. Why? Listen, if you want to come, if you want to compare me to, to Will, am. That's to what Will Arnett, who's been revered as being kind and down to earth and hilarious in person. Fine. That's my point. I'm saying people just because the volume of someone's voice doesn't mean that that's their personality is obnoxious. And obnoxious. That was my point. I also think I have a hearing problem. You really? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Oh wow. Well, so now you're you're offending me. Now I'm like really hitting some sensitive <laughs> spots. No, I'm dead serious. Maybe Will Arnett also has fucking a hearing problem, and that's why he talks loud. Yeah. Wow. How about that? Now do you feel bad? 
Yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay, that's a wrap on Will Arnett. I mean, listen, sounds like a great guy. Yeah, I hope I run into him one day. Me too. I love Smartless so, so much. Smartless. <laughs> so good. <laughs> what a plug for Smartless. Okay, yeah. what's next? Julia Roberts. Queen. So this person says in a Q&A, listened to a podcast about Julia Roberts. She sounds terrible. N-E-T. First of all, I want to know what podcast you were listening to that said Julia Roberts seemed terrible. Um, I'm just curious. But yeah. Okay. So let's dip into the Julia Roberts file and just start rattling off some Julia Roberts submissions. I'm ready. This person says Julia Roberts has a person on staff just to put in her contact lenses and they make good money apparently. I mean, that sounds fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> first of all would you want someone sticking their finger in your eye do i have to answer that yeah no okay uh this person says julia roberts a total gem and her smile is super infectious that's true okay this was an anonymously submitted email a friend of a friend is a private pilot and has flown many high profile people in private jets including julia roberts Apparently, she is very rude and gives a list of demands that must be met before she boards the plane. She also doesn't even bother talking to or acknowledging the staff or pilots, even going so far as to have one of her assistants tell the staff, don't talk to her. She has no interest speaking to you. Seems like maybe you should be nice to the pilot that literally has your life in his hands. But that's just me. Anon, please. I mean, listen, all I'm going to say, I mean, not defending that behavior, but like, if I had any sort of pull to make a request on like how my flight went, I would definitely. Do you would that. say, "Don't talk to me." No, not the "Don't talk to me" part, but like a list of demands for my plane. Oh yeah, I, I don't think that oh, part is, is. Well, yeah, yeah, the other part. Weird. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a little rough. Okay, so this person says Julia Roberts, my favorite guy who worked at Barney's, R.I.P. For 20 plus years said she was the all time meanest, rudest celebrity who ever came into the store. Okay, that's a horrible endorsement. Mm. Barney's, you know how many celebrities have walked the halls of Barney's? Right, like, yeah, exactly. And you're saying Julia Roberts was the worst ever? I wouldn't think that, like, just thinking about other Other celebrities. Yeah. This person says Julia Roberts and Ed Sheeran quarantined together for two weeks at a private estate worth approximately $5,000 per night after arriving in Australia. Apparently, Nicole Kidman hooked it up. This was during COVID. I thought that was a weird. Wait, that's so weird. I know you love Ed Sheeran so much. Uh, Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wait, didn't you hear me talking about this before we started? No. I I told you. I I said that I know you love Ed so much. I was like, this is a weird pairing. You didn't hear me say that to you? I did not say that to you. Oh, this is all like new. This is your new reaction. Wait, that is so weird. You guys. What do you think they talk about? Ferris loves Ed Sheeran. I do. Oh, my God. He's just the cutest. He's just so cute. He's so talented. He's so nice. If I ever hear a bad thing about him, I'm just covering up my ears. Okay. Let's just move on with Julia. Sorry. Somebody says, I saw an ask about Julia Roberts the other day. My dad worked on Michael Collins with her. If you ask him for his favorite person to work with, it's always her. She threw a big party for the cast and crew in the hotel bar and invited my dad and his friends to sit with her. She knew everyone by name and was super chill. She even paid for everyone's drinks that night. Apparently... It was a lot of money. 
In response to that, some person said, can confirm Julia Roberts is a queen. I went to Pepperdine and everyone in Malibu loves her. She picks her kids up at school every day and is so low key and kind to fans at the farmer's market. This person says, I have a throwback Julia Roberts anecdote from 1988. My dad was an extra on the set of Satisfaction. By the way, really good movie. Do you know it? No. You know who else starred in this movie? Who? Justine Bateman, Jason Bateman's sister. Fun facts. One of her first movies, this was one of Julia's first movies, he basically had the best summer of his life being paid to windsurf and lounge on the beach in the background of bigger shots. At lunch one day, he had his hands full and walks by where Julia and the other leads were sitting and he stumbles and spills iced tea all over her. She was lovely about it and laughed it off and helped him clean it up. The production ended up using his red Jeep in a scene where all the beautiful young actors drive down the beach into the sunset. It's a really good movie. I'll have to watch it. It's so good. And they sing their own cover of, I can't get no. Satisfaction. I think Justine Bateman like sings it. That's so fun. I think Julia's on guitar or something. But like, okay, so this is one of those 50-50s, right? Like, well, uh, let me keep going. Go yeah, ahead. it sounds 50-50. You know? All right, here, here's here's a good one. Okay, here's some really old tea. I knew someone who knew John Cusack back in the day. They told me how he'd call her all the time to complain about Julia Roberts when they were making the movie American Sweetheart. Apparently, John couldn't stand her and that she was miserable to work with, really mean to everyone that worked on set and would be super rude. He hated doing press with her as well because of how mean and fake she was. He basically pleaded his friend to come with him to some talk show featuring all of them while promoting the movie. You could see him looking into the audience a lot, and that's because he's looking at his friend for support. Apparently, Catherine Zeta-Jones was super nice and kind to everyone on the set would bring in homemade cookies and knew everyone's name. Mm. Here's another one. J-Lo and Julia Roberts both reviled in the private aviation industry. I've never met anyone who's flown Julia Roberts who she didn't make cry. J-Lo is an extreme diva and not in a cute way. And I said to this person, what did Julia Roberts do to make them cry? This person says, yells and demands, like rude as fuck and makes outlandish requests and then yells when you can't come through on it. Does not say hi, bye, or thank you, or otherwise acknowledge you, but to bark at you for something. Okay, here is another one. Julia Roberts was staying in a hotel where a family friend worked to do press for August Osage County and was completely rude, would not speak to anyone, only spoke through her publicist, and would not even look at the employees. Meryl Streep was also there and everyone said she couldn't have been nicer and was so down to earth and normal. Oh, I forgot to say, um, somebody else in the Q&A said that Ashley Judd was actually one of the rudest people she's ever had on a plane, said in the recent Q&A. I get a lot of plane. I was going to say, like, maybe that, those are like stories. two plane stories about Julia Roberts. Right. Maybe she just gets like aggravated on planes, which is like understandable. I don't, I'm just always playing devil's advocate. Okay, that's fine. Let's continue. This person said, we also had Julia Roberts in one of our movies. We put her in a brand sponsored room to do her hair and makeup, and she refused to go into the room. No one was taking pictures of her in the room. She immediately requested a new hotel room, and her staff refused to pay for it. 
One of the worst celeb encounters for sure. Here, here's another one. I worked in a boutique in Nolita. And one morning, this big group of around six ladies in their mid 40s to 50s came in and we helped them like usual. I nodded at my boss and she was like, yeah, that's Julia Roberts. Of course, I was freaking out. Yet her friends were like bodyguards to her and she was just picking things and gave them to me. Wouldn't even ask or say anything to us. There were only two people that worked in the boutique. One of her friends came close to us and told us she doesn't like to be asked or talked to. Anyway, she paid. They left the store and got into this truck followed by a security guard. Aside from that, she's gorgeous and really tall. This reminded me of Pretty Women. Yeah, it's a great it's it's a great scene. That's why I read it. Big mistake. Huge. <laughs> That's the vibes that she was she was given here. I don't get the no talking to thing like no talking, no questions. Don't look like a lot of celebrities. I know. Have I know. That. I think about it all the time. Me too. It's okay. Kind of, it's weird. It is weird. I mean, we can go into a whole podcast yeah. episode about that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to end with a very infamous story about Julia Roberts and it's infamous to OG Demois readers. Back when the account started, we would come up with nicknames for celebrities and Julia's was Julia Salad Tosser Roberts. And as people joined the account and I used the nickname, they didn't know what it meant. They thought it meant the sexual version. That's what I thought. Do you even know what salad tossing is? Yes. I don't know. You're kind of innocent. So I thought maybe you wouldn't know what that meant. But you do. We don't have to listen. Uh, uh, For anyone listening who doesn't know, I'm not going to say. Like, you could just Google just it. Just Google it. Urban I Dictionary still don't think it. you know. Yes, I do. All right, you, okay. Anyway. Um, <sighs> that's not what the nickname was about. Okay, it good, wasn't. That's gross. The, it wasn't the sexual term for salad tosser it was because of this story so i'm here i've never read it out loud so here's why we called julia julia salad tosser roberts my friend who works in hollywood told me a terrible story he witnessed of her ripping an assistant a new one because the salad they brought her had the wrong kind of mushrooms in it threw it in their face and said you'll get me a new one if you want to keep your fucking job salad tosser what the fuck yeah okay one more thought on this yeah i don't like okay you reach the level of fame that julia roberts has right but like at what point in your brain right because we all start from the same place right we're all little kids growing up whatever you have your path you grow up now you're julia roberts but like what makes her think like i can treat somebody like that do you know what i mean that's a question that only they can answer. Can we have like a celebrity psychologist on the <laughs> podcast? Because like, That's a really good wouldn't idea. Wouldn't that be so cool? Yes, that's a really good idea. Okay. I also want to rattle off before we end the episode because the salad tossing Robert's nickname made me go down memory lane a little bit. And this is for OGs. Do you guys remember these other nicknames? Leonardo DiCaprio obviously is headphone, headphones, dino, dino bones. bones. Um, Kevin Spacey, when I would write blind items about him, I would refer to him as the actor who likes suction cup dildos. I think that's because of a story. (laughs) Um, Anne Hathaway was Annie Cries a Lot. Adrian Grenier was VPD, which stands for Very Very Pretty pretty Dick. Dick. 
I because someone who hooked up with him said he had a really nice dick. Such a nice compliment. John Mayer. I mean, do I even need to say again? Safe sex. Safe sex. Uh, Sean Mendez. Your boss. No. Well, before he, oh. it was my boss, it was headband coffee mug. <laughs> Somebody called him that. It wasn't even me. I didn't even make that up. That's still valid. He found out about it. And he... Was he okay about it? I mean, it must be because he still wears headbands. And no, just- I think... I forget exactly what happened, but he posted a picture of himself on his Instagram. And I think the caption said, headband coffee mug. I think. it's what I think he was like playing into the joke. I feel like like you need to make like merch based off of these headbands. I mean, these nicknames. Maybe. Well, I don't use them anymore because the problem with using the nicknames is new people join the account Mm -hmm. and then if i just use the nickname without going into it they don't understand so i get a lot of messages like who's that i mean i still get messages of why we call leonardo dicaprio headphones dino bones oh alec baldwin was called the muffin man simply because (laughs) he likes blueberry muffins cute yeah i mean there's a whole list back in the day i think uh some ogers made a list rob gronkowski was gronk's gronk well i mean Gronk's Gronk. Why yeah. that? I mean, Gronk was has always been his own. Yeah, his Gronk, his little Gronk. Oh, Gronk's Gronk. <laughs> um, ben Affleck and Anna De Armas were my favorite quarantine couple because they would always do like the pap walks. Uh, okay. I mean, that's how old this list wow. is. They were still together. Wow. Right. Wow. Anyway, nice little walk down memory lane for I the OGs. That. Yeah, that was so. Fun. That's all we have for today. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. We'll see you uh, next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a production of Cadence 13, an Odyssey studio. New episodes of Do You will air every Thursday. See you next week.